When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. Around the league. It's time to go around the league. We start... Chronologically, it makes the most sense. 4.30 tomorrow in Baltimore. Texans 10-7 and regular season. Got the playoff win. Ravens 13-4 and regular season. Fresh, rested, healthy. Ravens at the moment, according to the number I'm looking at, could change. Nine and a half is that current number. Yeah. So are you asked, what are you asking me? I don't know. I just start to dive into this game a little bit. Like Baltimore, do you look at the first half of this game as important as you do the Niners and the Packers? Like if Baltimore comes out, you need to jump them early? Or is this a game that if you play mediocre, you still find a way to win if you're the Ravens? I think this is a game, like to RJ's point about San Francisco being ready to play. I mean, you just watched. You have the luxury because you have the, the bye to sit back. I don't know how many guys actually watch. I would hope a lot of them watch. But watch what happened to Cleveland and watch what happened to... Dallas, more specifically Dallas, where you're not ready to play, other team is, and they come punch you in the face and you have no response. You couldn't respond, and that was it. I don't expect that from Baltimore. Um, This is a big, this is the start of a really big playoff run for Lamar Jackson. As far as, as like, he's got the two MVPs, though. We'll have the two MVPs, like I said. But, like, at a certain point, to, to be considered one of those like elite next level quarterbacks is you got to have playoff success and you got to win a Super Bowl and what better opportunity than this right here to try to win a Super Bowl and, and they're built for it I mean you love their coach you love their quarterback you Defense. love their special teams you love their home field advantage you love the fact that they have numerous I mean Flowers and now they have two uh, tight ends that are capable and you got Beckham and they put pressure on the quarterback and Kyle Hamilton's a start I mean the this is a team that feels like it's been built for this and getting better as this entire season has gone along. Yeah, and also, too, I mean, the Ravens, I mean, I think they've won one playoff game in the last nine, like in the last nine years. Like, it's time for them. Lamar's got one playoff win. It's time. As good a story as it is for Houston, and C.J. Stroud has played great, and D'Amico Ryans, and, you know, they had the whole week of people, you know, giving them their flowers. Like, Baltimore needs to, to let Houston know right away that you're taking a step up here. If he doesn't play a good game, if the Ravens lose this game and he oh, doesn't he's play a good game, he's going to get crushed on Monday. He'll get crushed. He, he will absolutely get crushed. So that's Texans-Ravens, 4.30 tomorrow. A game we spent quite a bit of time on, Packers-Niners. I guess the question for me is, I mean, that the Cowboys looked ill-prepared. Now, this is an 8-15 game tomorrow night, spread also 9.5 on this one. You said maybe 9. We'll, we'll update it as we get closer to our picks a little bit later. Um, packers were so more I don't even know how to say it like they were just better prepared it felt like 
than the Cowboys were. I, I don't see that being the case this week against San Francisco. Yeah, that number's back to nine and a half. Right. Um, no, I just think it was one of those. It was one of those situations where where Green Bay ends up winning that last game. Jordan loves playing really good football. They go into Dallas, no real expectations, right? So there's really, I mean, there's still pressure because it's the playoffs and you'd like to win, but all the pressure really is on Dallas, right? Dallas has all the pressure. Dak has all the pressure, right. and then they march down the field, and all of a sudden it's like, whoa. We just marched the ball all the way down the field. Now Dallas has to respond. They don't, and then things just kind of like the momentum just for Green Bay just continued to roll down, roll down the hill, and Dallas couldn't stop it. And looked like they were playing a little bit tight. For the San, the San Francisco Niners team, I, I just it, this for me is the best team and always has been the best team in the NFC. Uh, I think this is the best team in the NFL, and I still can't get over the fact of what happened to them when they played Baltimore. But I think this is the best team in the NFL. Um, I just I can't see guys running wide open like well, they no, did against think, the Dallas defense. Right. I also think. I mean, to start with the defensive side of the ball. I mean, I think to your point, San Francisco is going to make sure that this is not going to be big plays down the field beating them. And like you're if, not going to you're not going to take the football with Aaron Jones and run it down their throat. I wouldn't think. No. No. I, right? I would I mean, guarantee. I would almost guarantee that. And on top of that, I think the the running game for and Kyle Shanahan's commitment to actually running the football will be a big factor. In this and there's game. so many weapons. Now, listen, the Cowboys have a lot of weapons, but they don't have the same weapons that the Niners have. Ferguson's really good. C.D. Lamb is a star, right? Other than that, I think Cooks is is good. But look at what they have on San Francisco. You have probably the best running back in the world. Samuel is a beast. Ayuk is wonderful. Kittle is a top three or four tight end. I mean, it, it, it never stops with this team. No, this team is relentless. And this team plays with a chip on their shoulders, and they all recognize how important how important this, this opportunity is for them. They're rested. They're healthy. I mean, you had Christian McCaffrey dealing with the calf there at the end of the season, but he's had time off. Yeah, like this is all RJ's asked for the entire season is. I mean, he loves his chances if they're healthy. Right. Okay, they're healthy. They're at home. They should take care of business. They really, you they give really Bay, should. you got to give Green Bay tons of credit, though. Oh, Green Bay's already won. And the thing that gets you, I guess, a little nervous, and by the way, you're listening to DPHR Rothenberg, 9870 SPNW EPN FM in New York. The thing that I think gets you a little bit nervous is that Green Bay has complete house money here, right? If they go out and lose 45 nothing, they've already, I mean, they they won, the, they, they got into the playoffs, they won a game they had to win, they beat the Cowboys, they're young, people are so excited about the future of this team, they've already won. Yeah, you say that, and uh, part of me agrees with you a little bit, but I also think once you win that first game in Dallas, the way that you did, you start to, st- you know, start to build confidence, and you're looking at, uh, we're a win away from getting to the NFC Championship game. Sure. No, no, you're right about that. My point is, Nothing could happen that would make you say to yourself, boy, the Packers didn't have a good season. No, absolutely right. And I think this is one of those spots, too, where you know when you're the better team, you got to make sure that you take care of your business. And what I mean is no, you got to eliminate the mental mistakes, right? No undisciplined penalties, no pre-snap penalties. Brock Purdy can't be turning the football over. Like that's, you, if you, like that, that's the way you lose a game like this. You beat yourself. I mean, if both teams play their best game, the Niners should win this game by double digits. Right, but, I mean, just because of the, mo- the moment. Like, you would have said the same thing about Dallas, and Dallas wet themselves. <laughs> yeah, they really, they really... It was not carpe omnia, is what it was not. Um, and then we turn our attention to Sunday. Divisional round. 
Buccaneers played a real good game against the Eagles, or maybe the Eagles were just that bad. But regardless of a throttling over Philadelphia and the sexy Lions. Lions giving six and a half, three o'clock kickoff for that game. Um, Lions are the better football team. And remember, we discussed this. I was listening to something this week. It got me so annoyed because I, didn't, I wish I remembered what it was or, or where it was. And then, oh, the Bucks have played such good football down the stretch. I was like, no, I, I was I was in my car. I remember I was like, no, no, they have not. No, last year not, not at all. Not they were brutal against New Orleans, and they were horrendous against Carolina. And, and they might have lost that Carolina game had DJ Shark not fumbled it. They didn't have that bad penalty. They played a good game against Philadelphia, but I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I expect them to win this game against Detroit. I mean, everything seems to be clicking right now for Detroit. Yeah, and I think the the thing that would give you hope if you're a a Tampa fan is what that defense was able to do to Philadelphia. Now it depends on how you view Philadelphia. Right? I mean, Philadelphia normally has a really good offensive line, but when you watch how that thing was schemed up and the kind of pressure they were to put on Jalen Hurts and how it affected him, that would be the one thing you would point to that could change the game for them. It could rattle, I guess would be the word, Jared Goff. But Tampa he does was have moments in, in, I'd say almost every game I've seen him play. Moments, even fleeting moments where you look at him and you're like, ooh, but what, what, what was that about? Well, the games they've lost this season... Because uh, they were sloppy. It was turnovers. The games they lost. And they've been really good at home. Detroit, I think, with that win against the Rams, I think they're 7-2 and two at home this season. So home field advantage matters to them. But, I mean, Bucks, you're right. Like, I mean, start. They go on that good run. They have the four wins. And then, of course, the game I pick them, they play uh, at home against New Orleans. Brutal. And then they barely beat Carolina. But Baker played really good in that, for, in, that in their first playoff game. And their defense, and I guess I was listening to something too. I think it was, I don't know if it was AQ Shipley on Pat uh, McAfee was just saying his experience with Bowles is, is that everything that you saw from that defense against Philadelphia will be different when they play against Detroit. Uh, like he'll have a completely different, uh, things completely skewed up. defensive mind. And, and this would be my way of attacking Detroit. I, I have to figure out a way to slow down their running game. Because that's their bread and butter. And they want to run it with Montgomery, and they want to run it with Gibbs, and then they want to work play action, and they get Laporta involved, and Amon St. Brown involved. I need to figure out a way to take away their running game. And once they do that, and I can put more pressure on Jared Goff, now I like my chances. Well, Tampa's secondary is not very good. That's terrible. Having Laporta back was huge for Detroit. Uh, I, listen, I I love Amon Ross St. Brown. I love him. I think he's I think he's great. But it's not like they have five guys. They have one receiver that worries you. Uh, yeah, but Laporta worries me a lot. Jamar Gibbs out of the backfield worries me a lot. Yep. Okay. Their offensive line worries me a lot. They got a good offensive line. Um, I think it'll be a good game, though. I do. How do you? What's your feeling this game, though? As far as do you think it's going to be close, mm. or do you feel like Detroit could could win I, by I at least? I feel like touchdown? Detroit could pummel them because I don't think Tampa Bay is a very good football team. But again, I think I don't think Detroit is without flaw. Again, I, I like golf, but I, I watch every game, and there's always those moments of, you know, just bad throws, and if he gets pressure. Like, he had tons of time last week, and I thought they made it pretty easy for him, and they still narrowly won that game. Now, I, I think the Rams are a better team than Tampa, but I, I could see Tampa keeping this game so, somewhat close. Well, what I, I think what's interesting, though, too, is what, what the Rams' defense was able to do to Detroit in the second half. They shut them down. They shut them down. After watching the first two drives, you thought Detroit was going to put up 40-plus. Uh, they, they were going to be able to do whatever they wanted. That quickly changed in the second half. I also wonder what um, what Goff 
being able to win that. That wasn't just a playoff game for Jared Goff. That was that, that was, was coronation more. is what it was. Right, that was more. I mean, he beats the coach that didn't have any faith in him, beats Matthew Stafford back in Detroit. It's their first playoff win in how long in Detroit? Like I don't like that has to do something for your confidence. All right, so here's my question. It might be a dumb question. I think it could be a dumb question. Do you feel like like last week was the win and there could be a letdown for Detroit this week or is it just stupid? I don't think that Dan Campbell allows there to be a letdown with that team. Like, I don't think that's who, who they are or what they're about. Like, the best players on their team, like, I, do you worry about Aiden Hutchinson's motor no, or him having a letdown? I love that guy. Yeah, like, I think, the thing would, I think the thing that could cost Detroit this game would be Jared Goff under pressure turning the football over. But Tampa can't drop. I mean, Tampa, they start dropping balls the way. Oh. Like, Mike Evans had a deep play down the field. Kate Otten must have dropped three passes the other night. I mean, they can't have that happen. No, they, they certainly can't. And then, and I think we would all agree. You know, remember, like, the Rose Bowl was the, the granddaddy of them all? This oh, yeah. is by far the best game of the weekend. Uh, Chiefs and the Bills. Uh, I've heard people talk about this, that this kind of feels like the the modern-day Brady and, and Peyton Manning, Josh Allen, and Patrick Mahomes. Uh, it does. Well, this was the hump that they were trying to get over, was Patrick Mahomes. And now Patrick, they have him in Buffalo. This is Patrick Mahomes' first road playoff game. I think that kind of probably changed a little bit when Joe Burrow already, you know, kind of introduced himself into the mix. But this is it, man. This is... This should be the game of the weekend. Oh, is it even a debate? I hope not. I hope it's the game. I hope it's the game of the weekend. And and, and it's not a late game, so you're not gonna have to stay up till all hours to watch this game. Should be over by about ten o'clock. This is this should be a really good football game. I just hope that this comes down to like, like we've seen in the past with them, twenty-seven seconds down by two. Can Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes hit a couple passes for for the long winning field goal? Like I that that's what this game has to me all over it. Right. I think the only, I think the only concern. Not the only concern, because I'm mean, still concerned about you know Patrick Holmes and that offense. I mean, uh, Rasheed Rice, kind of, that was the one guy we kept pointing to. Like, if someone's going to step up, it's going to have to be him. He did in that game against Miami. Their defense did against Miami. And I don't know how much that was also that it was minus 30 degrees. But the injuries with Buffalo, right? They're ba- like, their defense they is banged up. And there's a lot of questionables. Like, they're, I mean, you lost Milano, right, earlier in the season, off of the season. And yep, then White. Now Bernard gets hurt. He might not play. And that's one of the better, like, when those guys were healthy, that's one of the better linebacking duos in the NFL. Right. The thing that for Buffalo that I would hang my hat on is, is it feels like they're more balanced offensively and that they do have a legitimate running game. Because Cook has turned himself into quite a weapon this season. Yeah, he is a weapon. I, I think that the X factor in this, though, for me, and I don't know which way I'm going to go with this game. So you're still undecided with this well, one? Well, because I have a hard time. Like, I mean, given... Like, it, it could be you pick this game and it doesn't matter because it's a field goal game anyway. But, like, Patrick Mahomes getting three points is something that sounds pretty... It's enticing. Enticing. But yeah. Josh Allen, in situations like this, like, you spend the entire offseason, uh, regular why did season... The, why did the music go away? Well, because this, this is the last little comment here, I guess, oh. for him. Uh, thank um, you. You spend the entire regular season, right? They fire their offensive coordinator. Joe Brady takes over. You just mentioned the emergence of James Cook, right? Like, let's not... Let's take some of the pressure off Josh Allen. We know right. you can be Superman, but you don't always have to be Superman. But you get into this spot now where it's win or go home, and you want him to be Superman, and you you see what he's capable of doing when he when he does that. If he doesn't turn the football over, I they're they're a really hard team to beat. Really hard team to beat, and they're home. But remember last season they were good and they were a hard team to beat, and they got waxed in that game against uh, Cincinnati. Yeah, well, listen, I mean, this is, again, I don't know. 
I don't know what it does Patrick Mahomes playing on the road. I'm interested to find out how much of a negative it is. I don't feel like it's going to be that, that I, big of a problem. I, I have a feeling he'll he'll be okay. I think it will probably most benefit the Buffalo's offense. Because Kansas City's defense is, this is probably the best defense that, that I don't Patrick think probably. Mahomes has had. I think this is clearly the best defense they've had under Andy Reid. Yeah, but I think the concerns are still there with the, I mean, outside of Rasheed Rice, Travis Kelsey's still dropping more balls than you used to seeing him dropping. Right. Who Who is the second receiver on Kansas City that you say, that's the guy I have confidence in? Uh, Noah Gray. Is it really? I guess. I mean, who else? You, uh, do you have enough you have confidence in uh, Valdez Scantling? No. Uh, that, 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 therein lies the problem. No, Richie James is, I mean, no, these are not good receivers. Watson, I can't. I honestly can't. And I, I think it's questionable for the game on, on top of it, everything else. I can't believe Kadarius Tony is this bad. Oh, it's not even he's this bad, dude. Like you have, to, there has to be. You have to put in work. Like you can't just like you can't just show up and hey, I'm talented, and then but drop he, passes and make mistakes. But he's not good. Well, I don't think he gives himself the best opportunity to be good. Maybe not. But they, this was a. Can we say this was a real miscalculation for the Chiefs this season, thinking that they would just figure out a way to, to find another receiver? Well, no. I think that they, what they thought is is that they thought, hey, we just won the Super Bowl without Tyreek Hill, right? We have, I mean, we bring in Rasheed Rice. Someone will step up. We got Patrick Mahomes. I don't think they also, I mean, I think part of it, too, is that Jason Kelsey's not at the same level. Travis. Travis Kelsey is not at the same level that he's, you're accustomed to right. seeing. I, I think we're, we're seeing a dip in, in the production of Travis Kelsey, and um, I think they ex- had to expect more from Kadarius Toney. Right, that guys. And who did they lose? Who did they lose better. off the Super Bowl team? They lost Juju Smith-Schuster, and is there anybody else? No, they lost him and replaced him with with Rasheed Rice. Rice. Yeah, right. And you know what? The weird thing about the whole thing is, Rasheed Rice is better than anyone could have possibly expected. Right. The other problem with them too is their tackle situation. Oh, it's bad. It's bad. But I could have told you that week one. I know, but their tackles are not very good. No, they're they're not. But you have such a freak athletic quarterback. This this to me is such an enticing game. Like I, I can't wait for this game. I am most excited. I think everyone's outside of the guy. Whoever your team's still in it, of course. Well, that makes sense. Who, what's your What's your second game this weekend? Uh, my second game draft this the weekend? games. Get draft the games. All right. Game. So my first pick, I'm taking Buffalo, Kansas City. Obviously, everybody. Uh, with my second game, yep. I will be taking Baltimore and Houston. Really? Yeah. Okay. With my third game, I'm going to take San Francisco. With my fourth game, I'm going to take Detroit, uh, Tampa. Yeah. I really, dude. I'm telling you, like I am so impressed with what CJ Stroud is doing right now that I can't like I can't wait to see what he's going to do in Buffalo you think there's a chance that he you, you can't envision him lighting them up can you <sighs> I, dude I didn't think he was going to light up Cleveland the way he lit up Cleveland a couple pick sixes helps also but um do I see him lighting him them up uh could you see Houston scoring 24 points oh uh, in Baltimore yeah could we have any weather this weekend at all, by the way? Uh, the weather in Baltimore. I think right you guys now. are big into the forecasting. Well, it's important, I'm, especially I'm, the weather in Detroit. I know it is. Yeah, well, no, that can... It's supposed to be very cold in Detroit, which uh, is Baltimore says it's going to be 20 with some clouds. So chilly. Yeah, chilly. Um, all right, Raymond, there you have it. That's around the league. That was nice. Let me see right now. What does it say? So it says um, my special little uh, site says that 60, this is with the spread now. This is not money line. With the spread, 60% of the cash is on Houston. With the points. With the points. Hmm. Yeah, the, fact that, the fact that they went against the best defense or was supposed to be the best defense in football. And it's he not looked the best at, defense on the road, though. I, I, I get that, but still, they're a really good defense. 
rested, and it had no, it didn't face him at all. No, no it didn't. You know, it was a problem. This is it, Brevin Joseph for Houston. Yeah, the defensive the t- the tight end. Oh, the, the tight se- end. Yeah, the, the, like the seventy-six yard touchdown. Well, dude, it's what happens. I think when you have a good, like when you have a really good quarterback, you get a good offensive coordinator. But he's he, the guy is really fast. Like, yeah, I get it, but it also helps when I mean, when you have a quarterback that's able to get you the ball. He's special. Like, did you think Nico Collins was gonna be this good? No. No, I thought Nico Collins was like a, a, a three, maybe a two. And this is without maybe their top receiver in Tank Dell. Right, and there's another and Noah one. Brown went out for the season this week, too. At Dalton Schultz? Yeah, he's good. And um, their offensive line was a mess to start the season, too, in, yeah. in Houston. Yeah, but teams figure it out. All right, so here we go. Let's dive in to the football frenzy. It's time for a frenzy. <laughs> a football frenzy. You could say that 10,000 times and it still wouldn't be enough. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. A football frenzy. Any team, any player, any question. All right, football frenzy, 1-800-919-3776. If you don't know the rules by this point, there's not much anybody can do to help you, but I'll quickly go over them again. No, how you doing? What's going on? Love the show. Big fan. I hate you. I love you. Congratulations on your award nomination. None of it. You get right to your question. How do you do it? 1-800-919-3776 or on the Twitter at Rothenberg ESPN. Music got loud there for a moment. Like an orchestra. Time for the Football Frenzy brought to you by Samwell Institute for Pain Management. You ready? I'm ready. All right. 1-800-919-3776. And away... Oh, we go. West and East Hanover. West, you're on the frenzy. Take away Christian McCaffrey. Which running back has the biggest impact this weekend? Who taking away Christian McCaffrey? Who's got the biggest impact? Well, see, here's my here's my answer to that. I would probably say the running backs in Detroit. Oh, really? Interesting. I was going to say whatever team wins in Kansas City and Buffalo, it'll be either Pacheco or Cook. Would be my answer to that. Yeah, see, I think that I, dude, I is, and you probably, I mean, you might be right. I also think just that Josh Allen's ability, especially on third down, to use his legs, makes it so difficult on the defense. And Mahomes also. Yeah, Mahomes all both both of them. And this is when they really like that's on display because this is it. That the run that Josh Allen had last week was oh unbelievable, uh, pathetic, pathetic from Pittsburgh, but unbelievable. I did a little stutter step. Uh, Justin Jersey, Justin Frenzy, go. Gut feeling, which head coach is leading the Falcons out week one next week, next year? Belichick. Bill Belichick. Yep. Yeah, I think Bill I think Belichick is taking the job. Agree with that. You think you think Harbaugh to the Chargers and Belichick to? Uh, I think Harbaugh to the Chargers. Falcons. I think Belichick to the Falcons. I think there's a chance that Vrabel gets the job in Seattle. Ben Johnson in Washington. Ben Johnson in Washington. I don't know who the hell is going to want that Carolina job or or the uh, the Tennessee job. Well, Tennessee's not a terrible job. You're in, you, I mean, you're in Nashville, and and if you like Will Levis, then it's a really good job, actually. Uh, yeah, well, um, uh, da, 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 da. do you think the, the I'm not even going to tell you the name of the Twitter handle because it's just gross. How much of a shot do you think the Bucks have of getting to the Super Bowl? Uh, none. I don't think they have. A shot I don't think the they have any chance to go to the Super Bowl. If the Bucks go to the Super Bowl, it would be one of the great upsets in the history of football. I'll be shocked. Yeah. Corey uh, Greenwich, Corey Frenzy, go. Why are the Eagles interested in the number one pick? Supposedly, 
they were calling for the Bears for number one pick. Well, how, okay, couple things. A, I've heard. I don't know if you have, Rick. I've heard nothing. nothing I've heard anything that. from the Eagles. No. Se- just secondly, Jalen Hurts. How in the world are they going to get from where they are to number one? How would they get there? Yes. Oh, they first. They, I mean, first they have to trade Jalen Hurts somewhere. So you're going you're gonna to now trade Hurts, and then you're going to use all your draft capital to move up and take a quarterback. That I mean. Hurts is a good quarterback. I don't You'd have to trade. Great. This is how it would have to work. You'd have to trade Jalen Hurts to the Falcons for the eighth pick and something else, and then you'd have to mortgage a bunch. So that'd be the eighth pick you trade, and then plus a bunch of other first round. They've picks. done stuff like this before. It's not. It's. It, I don't know where it's coming from, but it's not completely absurd where the to Eagles think. Pick though. Yeah, they're, they're way. They're way out. Are you gonna have to move from what they got? They got to be in the twenties. So, you're right, so you'd have to trade. You'd have to trade Jalen Hurts to a team like the Falcons. Get what, their what do you think you get for Jalen Hurts? You get, I would you get, get the if eight, I'm the Fal- right? If I'm the Falcons, I give up eight for Jalen Hurts. Okay, but why would you do that? They have the Saints second rounder because they need a quarterback. No, I'm not saying why would the Falcons do it. Why would the Eagles trade a quarterback who's very good right now for 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 an unknown? Well, because they don't. I guess they don't feel like as for as much money as they're paying. The only thing would be they don't feel like they're paying. They're paying Jalen Hurts too much money. For what they actually, what he actually is. Uh, Rob Stinchfield wants to know if you were a GM of the Giants, would you? Who would you go after in round one? It would be, uh, it would be a quarterback. I would do whatever it took to get the quarterback that I love the most. I was looking at a, uh, I was looking at. Do you get the Athletic? No. I was looking at the. Uh, I don't think you have to get it. You could just subscribe to it online. Well, that's what I mean. Do you subscribe right. to the Athletic? I was looking at. They have a mock. They had a mock draft out. And uh, your head would explode if you saw this mock draft. They well, had. Just tell me the Giants. They had Caleb Williams going first. They had Drake May going second. Right. They they have they have Jaden Daniels on the board for you at six. At six, and you don't take him. Oh yeah, you're you're not kidding. Explode. You guys take uh, wide receiver with six. Uh, Dave Albany, Dave Frenzy, go. If Green Bay beats San Francisco, are they winning the Super Bowl? If I'll tell you what, Green Bay no. beats San Francisco, they're going to the Super Bowl. Oh, ooh, if Green Bay wins this, it, so you think Green Bay? Then all of a sudden they go to Detroit. You think they win in Detroit? They should have beat Detroit multiple times this season. They, they killed them on to, Thanksgiving they, Day. I feel like they'd have a hard time against Baltimore if Baltimore was the team in the uh, AFC. Uh, no, he said going to the Super Bowl. Oh, going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean they got a great chance. If you're talking about beating the best team in one of the best teams in the NFL. On the road. I don't even like putting that, that out there. I, I think RJ was so good and calm in demeanor all the time. He would he would totally lose himself. That was a person that called that doesn't really like RJ a lot. Yeah. There's not many, but every now and then we find one. Brendan in Albany. Brendan, go. Percentage chance, Russell Wilson's a giant. Zero. Yeah, point one. No. He's not Dave, you're going to love this, too. Here we go. Just, I, uh, just to slip in here. Right. Um, so, at, in this mock draft, you take... Uh, Roma Dunze from uh, Washington. I like him, but I don't like him overtaking Jaden Daniels. So here's here's why. Though I think a player like Jaden Daniels is possible, drafting a quarterback in the top ten is an ownership decision, and we know Giants ownership loves Daniel Jones. You know what? You're a bad guy. <laughs> I'm just telling you what because no, the only reason you gave me that little little write up is because you knew it would annoy me. <laughs> and you know what? It's it's it, it's infactual. It's it's unfactual. It's not true. There is no proof that they love Daniel Jones. So you're you're calling Dane Brugler a liar? I'm saying Dane Brugler may be a little bit out of his element at this moment, yes. Why? Mm. Wow. Dane, Dane Brugler knows his stuff. I think Dane Brugler is very good. 
I think in this specific instance, I will take the word over people that I have heard over Dane Brugler. Yes. Who are these people you've heard? Don't, don't you worry about that. You stay <laughs> out of my people. Dakota in Whippany. Dakota, you're on the frenzy. Alluding to Mike Tomlin's press conference remarks yesterday, who will be brought in to compete with Kenny Pickett this offseason? This is it. It sounds like this is it for Kenny Pickett. It's sink or swim for him. It feels like it sounds like the wide receivers want. Yeah, this sounds the like water the is up around his ears at this point. It sounds like the receivers want Mason Mason Rudolph. I know, and that's great. That's what you want receivers to do: start clamoring for the for the backup quarterback. I would probably say you bring someone. I mean, there'll be some there'll be some Jacoby older quarterbacks Brissette that are kind available. Of a guy? Uh, yeah, well, you can have Tyrod Taylor's probably going to be available. Right. You have Ryan Tannehill will be available. Ugh. And you're probably not going to trade. For, I mean, you're probably not going to trade for somebody. That's that's a that's a mess. Justin right Fields there. feels like it would be a good fit in Pittsburgh. But you got to mortgage a lot for Justin Fields, I would say. Well, I'm saying that's why I'm saying they're probably not going to do it if you're right. bringing. I mean, if this is Kenny's going to compete with somebody, you're not going to go out and trade a bunch to get Justin Fields and then say, "Hey, it's a competition," are you? I would not think so. Let's go to uh, Trip in Jersey City. What's up, Trip? Hey, after after I said I, I kind of set him up for failure there, but I, I respect what you did there, Raymond. John Brooklyn, John, you're on the frenzy. What would the Packers have to do to pull out the win this weekend? You, you got to play. I think close to the perfect game. You need you need your defense to play at a high level. You need Purdy to make some mistakes, and you need you need good fortune. I mean, yeah. This is a tough game for Green Bay. It's a tough game. You're gonna have to make some big plays down the field. I don't know if you're gonna be able to just matriculate the football down the field against this defense. The thing is, they, they have guys that could make big plays. Yeah, they do, but I mean, I'm sure that, that part of the whole thing is is that let's make sure they have to move the ball. Right. Have to, you know, right. If you're San Francisco, guys, let's make them go 11 plays and 75 right. yards and see if they can do that. And they don't, it, it, I've, I'm, if I'm San Francisco, I don't think you can do it because look at my, I mean, first of all, I got probably the best linebacking, best two linebackers in football. I got both. I mean, they, you're, look at your front seven. I know. You got Chase Young. You have a good secondary. There's no weak. That's the thing. The Niners really don't have a weakness on their team. Like, I'm going to get you. At some point, there will be a negative play. Like, to try to go 12, like, someone is going to be a sack. Something, like, you're going to have a, a penalty, holding penalty. Right, a fumble. Something's going to happen, yes. I'll, I'll tell you, and I don't think it'll, it'll rear its ugly head in this game. I'll tell you in a second. Let's finish the frenzy. Uh, Brock Grant- Purdy could listen. Brock Purdy could make mistakes. I just don't know. If, like, I don't think Green Bay's defense is that. Uh, it's not great. Is that it's great? Not. Fran and Massapequa close out the frenzy. Fran, do you think Lamar Jackson has to win the Super Bowl to get the respect he deserves? Thank you. At some point, yeah, yeah. If you're going to be considered a all-time great quarterback or, or a great quarterback in that generation, you need to win. Uh, it's big for listen. It's big for Harbaugh to win another one too. Uh, yeah, but not like he. But at least he's already won one. No, I know. But I mean, it'd be nice. Like as good as you know, we always see, he's a great coach. It's a great organization. At some point, I mean, you got the the MVP as your quarterback. You got a great defense. Like you're kind of out of out of excuses. The number one seed, you got home field advantage. It's all set up for you right now, and that's it. That's the Football Frenzy, brought to you by Samuel Institute for Pain Management. For a pain-free life, visit samuelpain.com today. I was going to tell you what worries me a little bit. Not this game, but this would worry me a little bit, RJ, about your Niners. The kicker. He gets me a little bit antsy watching him kick. If RJ were still in the room, he'd probably agree with you in terms Dave, you of know the what, kicker. Dave, Dave, this well, is what's great. wrong with you, and this is what this is why sometimes I question how you're up for this award. You know 830, he goes for the coffee review. Yeah, you know what happens here. Always. You, you, you know what? 
He usually goes when we go to break. No. Well, we're late. Segment. We're late. Oh, we're late. So, sorry. I'll revisit this one. This is, you know what? This was my concern that he'd get this beautiful new Yeti and he would run off to refill this baby <laughs> before we went to break. An award for what? Being the biggest bleep? <laughs> Not cool, RJ. Whatsoever. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Very exciting. Presents an evening with Garrett Wilson, an intimate event in the Big Apple with the Jetstar wide receiver for your chance to score passes to this exclusive event, including food and beverage and most likely a chair. Go to ESPNNewYork.com or find the contest page on the ESPN New York app and submit your entry. Brought to you by Corona and Sansone Automall. Allen and uh, and Bart are going to run point on that big event. Well, he's weekly on their show, yeah. I know. He's, he's a terrific receiver. Uh, he really is. Frustrated, to say the uh, least. I don't blame him for that whatsoever. I got to tell you, man, to be in that locker room after for... What happened in his rookie season and, you know, Sauce, Defensive Rookie of the Year, he was Offensive Rookie of the Year. But to go through that kind of season, they had some, you know, individual success. 
quarterback issues, everything else, the Mike White t-shirts, all of it, and then to have the hope of Aaron Rodgers, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, if you're Garrett Wilson, the the goals that you probably set for yourself, like this is it, I'm going to now be, you know, people are going to be talking about me as the you know one of the best wide receivers in the game. I mean, he had a good season with, look at the slop he had at quarterback. No, but I couldn't, I couldn't imagine being a player on that team having to live through the ex- almost the identical season. Like, this is like as bad as it was. <laughs> and, you, and you know it right away. Right away. Four plays in. That's it. Four plays in. Here we go again. Terrible. Uh, hey, RJ, you, you're back from your uh, your trip to the coffee depot? Yeah, sorry. I've, I've, I'm just enthralled with my new Yeti. I'm sorry. I'm with you now. See, RJ, was... can I get a coffee machine for the actual studio so we don't have to leave the studio? I would like that. It might be a fire hazard. Yeah, they probably wouldn't allow it. This, but this oh. was my concern when you got your fancy new you know, dual Yeti Here setup. Here we go. Is, no, this was my concern. Is that now he's got the Yeti back and he's going to swing it and, and this is exactly what just happened. Listen, I need my coffee. Second coffee, 825. Got an early start. I was like, you know what? I know there's two outs. Dave's up the plate. I think he'll... He'll at least get into a deep count. I can go take care of what I need to take care of before we need to, to take the field. But why would you do that? Would, why, Dave, why? would Dave do? Grounded right out to second. No. No, you know Dave is going to ask a question at the most inopportune time. Yeah, I should have. Like so, you, you look, so, so, he, so mi- a middle of a work day, he decides, I'm going to get up and leave my post, and you're going to take his side on that? No, because you do it to me. Like, you'll be looking at me right in the face. I'll take a bite of my, my snack, and then you'll ask me a question. Knowing I have a mouthful of food. Yeah, you know what happened is, you know how after the first pitch on SNY or yes, they put up the graphic after the first pitch of the hitter stats? We didn't even get to the graphic. Dave just grounded right out. I, I, I love the fact, I adore it, I ensconce it, that I'm the villain here. Why, why don't you take some ownership? Oh, you saw you? what happened, though. You, you saw what up. happened. I mean, you, you ask him a question. He's not in the studio because he's filling up his brand new, beautiful Yeti. And then, and then Ray answers for you. Is that what you want? You want Santiago answering for you? I trust Ray. He, he I didn't followed answer, up. I didn't answer it. for him. Followed if up if by the bed of a, here, a probably agree with you. I yeah. said probably. Yes. I mean, like uh, you, you, you wanted a response. He's Archie, right. You know what played? You know what played on the radio instead of your answer? <laughs> What's a that? read bed. A read bed with no. <laughs> and, read. Then, and then and then Ray went to to hell. He didn't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> I'm sitting here. I'm like, this is not my read. This is not my read bed. This is not for me. And then Ray's, oh, that's my fault. <laughs> Listen, it's been a rough week, okay? No one is safe on the show ever. It is unbelievable. <laughs> I, uh, I basically have, ha- have been living in hell since Sunday. You've got to gut me some slack. I'm going to gut you a lot of slack. I think mm-hmm. he said cut. RJ, can I ask a question now? And I, again, I'm not trying to be uh, instigate any fights here. Mm, sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. So... And maybe this is just you getting. Well, used I'm going to bow new. out here. You guys go about this. No, I'm, I'm defending you here for a second. Okay, good. Um, you're getting used to the new fancy, bigger Yeti. Any thought to maybe just filling that beautiful big Yeti up with the uh, two coffee pods, so we don't have to leave the studio? Because we know that it, it, the length of warmness it's, is a long time. That's not how it works. What do you oh, mean? Of course. What you a surprise! What? You know what? His public defender has chimed in. I, I will say. It's not crazy. I didn't it's not think. A crazy thought. No, no. Just leave it in the bullpen. Ray, Ray, why were you so quick to say no? That one not happen because you actually have to like put the the cup through the process two times. You can't just put two pods in there. But Rick is saying do them both at like <laughs> five thirty, right? Um, what's happening exactly? Would you say? Yeah, that's what I meant, Raymond. I meant stuff the cup. I meant stuff the coffee pot with two pods. <laughs> he didn't. He, 
And it, it, I, I'm, unless I'm confused, you didn't mean stuff two pods in there at the same time. That's the, to, that's the way you made it sound. I apologize if I took that the wrong way. I think what he meant was let's it run sound. it once and then let's run it back yet again was, was the thought I had. Maybe I'm on an island. Uh, um, again, maybe I just misconstrued what he said there. But that, that's how it sounded to me. Like stuff, stuff two pods into the machine and let it run, run the one time. So you, you think what you just said in that response is you think Rick is just a maybe even a non-functional moron. Yeah, maybe he thought. Listen, you know what? Put pod in top. Listen, and then when when met with. Like restriction, force next pod right on top of first pod. I, I don't think I'm speaking out of turn when I say that 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 pod coffee machine is not like something that most people are used to using, right? Most people it's probably it's probably the worst coffee pod it, ever. It, it, it may it may very well may be. We used to have a K cup machine, and listen, it, while it's not ideal, the K cup was a better situation than that. We can agree on that, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. But, Ray so. has as much faith in you to brew coffee as Anita has in you to play pickup. Right. I think that's where yeah. we're at. That's, wow. Yeah, but that, raise that's, your guy. That's a, that's a, no, that, that's a low bar. That, that's that's tough. I, I, I don't have that what type do, of What opinion. do I do here? There's already a pot in there. Just stuff it on top as hard as you <laughs> Listen, can. And, and, are, you and... ta- are you talking about <laughs> stuffing the pods? That's what I took from it. Okay? But even so, you'd still only have half the liquids. You still wouldn't have the amount of, of, <laughs> well, of, of well, water again, you need. Uh, again, yes, that's kind, of what, that's kind of why I thought, oh, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> Ray? It's very similar to like the double cheeseburger. I'm just going <laughs> to add another... Another patty to the... Uh... Right. Stuff it in there. <laughs> stuff it in there. Uh, so, RJ, I don't know if you heard when you were off gallivanting a couple minutes ago. Um, I think there's real concern. Maybe not this game, the but this kicker game. would give me real pause if I were you. Yeah, we haven't seen it. And when we did see it against Cleveland, the 41-yarder missed it. So, I think that's fair. I, can't, I mean, it's a, it's a hypothetical until we see it. But, yeah, I, th- I think if there's any concern... And especially because you could, you could just see the narrative, couldn't you? Third-round pick on a kicker, backfires, doesn't come through. Because Robbie Gold never missed a kick in the Ever. postseason as a Niner. Why, so serious question, and you'll know this better than anybody on this show. Why was there this groundswell to move on from Robbie Gold? I don't know what he wanted because it's kicker dollars, but it was monetary. Yeah, but money. He, did he not kick all season? No, he set out. That seems very odd to me. Yeah. And he still nails Never missed a postseason kick with the Niners. So, yeah, I don't know what the dollar amount was. I know it's kicker money, so it can only be so much. Like, we're not talking $8 million apart. But the Niners viewed it as a chance to go cheap at a place where they could invest a third-round pick. So, w- Would you give up a third-round pick, Rick, for uh, for Justin Tucker? Yeah. Really? Yes. I would not do that. Uh, d- New England used a third-round pick on a kicker. Yeah, I think it's a mistake. Like they, they took a kicker and a punter in the same draft. What, what, remember when the—I forget who it was. The Bucks maybe took a Roberto Aguayo in the first round? He was awful. It, was, it, it was, didn't work out. Last like 10 minutes in the NFL. No, I would never take a kicker in the top three rounds, ever. Until all of a sudden you have a kicker that just can't make kicks for you. And I think Tucker's the best in the business. But right, but you're not talking man. about just a kicker, though. Would I spend a third-round pick on like just a good kicker? No. But if you're going to give me a, th- if I'm spending a third round pick on the best kicker maybe in the sport, look what Vinatieri did for for New England. I get it. I, no, I think I think it's an interesting debate. Like how how much would you mortgage to have the best kicker in football? And you have a good kicker. Yeah, I have a good kicker. Yeah, you have Zerloin. <laughs> He's very good. 
Well, can you imagine how tough it would be to talk when you're having a double? You're having a I double two coffees, double half, coffee, half, half the water, Greg Zerloin, twice the coffee. <laughs> could, Santiago, could you please run that? I want to hear you say like explain to me again. Can we play that back? Can we play that back? That was so good. It's going to be difficult to stuff two pods. <laughs> <laughs> I, he honestly, he thinks uh, you're an idiot. Maybe I am. And there's enough people now that think I'm an idiot. That maybe like his, I'm an idiot. his thought process was Rick is so stupid that his idea in to fill the new Yeti is to stuff the pods in twice. Yeah, but why? Okay, in my defense, though, why why would you need a bigger Yeti if you're gonna? It's the same amount of liquid if you have right. two pods or and, one. And pod. the whole principle of the Yeti is it stays warm for hours and hours and hours. And so RJ actually doesn't like the Yeti early, RJ. And then he doesn't have to leave. It's his first day segment. with a new bigger Yeti. I understand. Though. I understand. It's going to take some getting used to. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. So here's something. I was talking to Ray about this. I think you had a similar conversation, but we were not partaking in the same one at the same time. He said to me, do you think they do anything for Quickly and R.J. Barrett tomorrow night? Yeah, I think they're going to do something, and I think they should do something for those guys returning. You don't need, yeah. to, you don't need to turn it into a 15-minute a event, but a, a quick thank you on the board. Absolutely, they should tomorrow night. Yeah, I think they will. I think there'll be a nice warm welcome for those guys. Should those, be. Those guys did nothing but, but you know, show up and play hard. And I mean, I have no bad feelings towards them. No, and they never said that they didn't want to be Knicks. I'm sure IQ is happy that he's getting a chance to be a starting, you know, starting point guard in the NBA. It's a great opportunity for him. And that wasn't going to happen here with with Jalen Brunson, but listen, I think it's going to work out it's going to work out well for both sides. I have no hard feelings uh, towards those guys at all. No, but I, I was surprised when Ray's like, "What do you think they do?" I was like, "No," and I was I'm kind of adamant about it. I'm like, "Absolutely, I want some kind of a a thank you and, you know, quick video tribute." And he's like, "Really?" Like he was I'm not blaming him. It's just like, yeah. Uh, those are your guys, though, too. It's not like, I mean, yeah, those are your guys. You drafted them. You developed them. 
I mean, I think that even if you're of the mindset and you look at R.J. Barrett and you're like, boy, you know, I thought we'd get more from him. I mean, he gave you no strife off the court. He was a good teammate. He showed up every night. Like, I don't have, you know, did I expect a little more? Maybe. But, I, I mean, it's not like he wasn't working. and It's not like he didn't, he didn't attempt to get better. I don't blame him for that. No, this was not like a like a how KP left. Mm-mm. No, like, I mean, he's, listen, I mean, he, he's the third overall pick in a draft that had John Morant and Zion. Like, and you see what those guys are now. I know there's uh, concerns around both of those guys, but as far as when those guys are on the floor and they're it's, healthy, it's different. It's just they're better different. players, and he never, he never turned himself into that. Maybe he does in Toronto. Like I, I said, it was it was in it was probably in not probably it was in his best interest to move on. He's somewhere. He's from he's from that area. Gets a real opportunity to be, you know, be an important piece of that thing. A fresh start, and you're not in the in the wings of Julius Randle. I think right very, now Siakam's gone too. Right now, Siakam's gone too. I mean, here he's the third. He's the third mouth that needs to be fed. Right, it was always going to be Jalen, and then it was and, Julius. And the first two mouths are hungry. Ah, uh, very hungry. Very, those are those are very very hungry mouths. So no, I now here's the question: Do they do a video tribute, like combined into one, or does each guy get their own separate video tribute? Ooh. I'd say probably. I think I'm they go combine. Combined. I think they combine. Yeah, I think they're gonna go combined. I would have no issue if they gave them each their own forty five second video tribute though. No, I don't I don't care at all. Like they deserve listen, they deserve it, man. They're coming back. It's gonna be a big moment for them. I'm sure they're sad that they're gone. I'm sure that like, you got friends you're yeah, used they to. Didn't, they didn't want to leave here. They weren't requesting trades. You request a trade, I would never ever give you a video tribute. Ever. Um, I wouldn't say years, never. Eight. I think I would depend on the circumstances. All right. Well, I think it would depend on the circumstances. If you were to, like, if you were like Matthew Stafford, right, and you had like a blood, sweat, and tears, you're a warrior. Team just stinks, and you're getting later in your career where all of a sudden you got this great opportunity to go chase a a Super Bowl or like Ray Bork in Boston, right? Chance to go play for Colorado and win a Stanley Cup. I understand those, but if you're just being like. If you pull a James Harden, no, no, I'm not giving you a video when you come. Oh back. my God, never! Was, didn't the Yankees give Aaron Hicks a video tribute when he came back? Uh, I think they did. Yeah. I mean, what what is that? I'm telling you, I think it's just it's part of the whole. Like we want other players to to know that we take care of our guys. Sends the right message, uh, I guess. Yeah, it's very very strange, but no, I, I have no issue with that. I, now I would like to beat them certainly tomorrow night, and I hope OG plays well and all that stuff, but. I here's the thing, and I'm I'm pretty petty when it comes to this. Typically, if you are on my team and then you go to another team, I hope you fail. I don't feel like that at all with these two. I actually hope they succeed. I would love for the Knicks to be the three seed and Toronto to be the seven seed. I, I have no animosity towards Barrett or Quickly or Toronto or, or any of that. Well, I think it's also because you really like the trade. And OG's been great for us. I like OG. I think both you know, there's that old adage like can both teams win a trade? Yeah. There's if at the end of the day, you get here, and it's like, boy, Toronto did well. Quickly's good, and, and Barrett's good, and now they move on from Siakam, and they build their future nicely. Great. And if OG's good for the Knicks, and it, it helps the Knicks become a better team and more of a version of what they want to be now, also good. So, so great. Let both teams win this trade. Yeah, I'm actually, like in, in, in all honesty, I'm probably more, more frustrated or upset that they couldn't find a way, and I know financially and everything else, that they couldn't keep IQ. So you, you look at IQ as like the bigger loss in that trade? Yeah. With how really? he fit, with how he fits, right? What we need, yeah, because you're looking to replace that now. You're not looking to replace 
R.J. Barrett in the starting five. Our starting five is good. You're looking to replace what quickly was able to give you off the bench. I'm really intrigued to see what happens here with the Knicks. Like these next few weeks are, are huge to me, and then and then this off season is enormous. Uh yeah, but let's not let's not fast forward to the off season yet. Let's let's get no, to no, the I'm, deadline. No, no, I'm, I'm just saying, no. My point is, is that I'm excited to see where it goes from here. Yeah, and like I'll tell you why you're excited. Short term and long term. I'll tell you why you're excited. Okay, I'm going to break down your mentals right now. Mm-hmm. It's the same reason why you're excited after even a bad season with the Giants is because after a rocky start to this, Leon Rose continues to make smart moves that fit what this team is trying to do perfectly. Almost exclusively, right? Right. So that's why you're excited. Because there's reason to be excited. Because you're looking forward to it. If these guys identify someone to go trade for, it's going to... You're pretty... It's most likely going to work out because so far it seems like everything he's done outside right. of the initial foray into this has worked out. Well, look at the last, I don't know, five, seven moves he made, right? You, you, you like OG now, although you're a little overwhelmed when it was made because it's your guys. You always overvalue them a little bit anyway. Um, you, you love Hartenstein. You yep. like Josh Hart. You like DiVincenzo. I mean, Brunson is <laughs> one, one of the great free agent signings in the history of the game, it looks like right now. Like, the, the, yeah. I mean, Leon Rose. And I'll be the first one to jump when he's not good. Has been really, really good. He's been good. And on top of that, this team right now, although I mean to have have your starting five have to play as as much as they did last night, and that game was that close. They have been really good at home, and they have taken care of teams that they should beat. I mean, to be seventeen and zero against teams that are under five hundred, that's that's doing that's your big job. time stuff. Because then yeah. you can afford. And again, you don't want to get beaten up by the Milwaukee's and the Boston's and the, the Denver's of the world, but then you can afford to, you know, be 500-ish, even a little bit below against those teams and still have a good overall record. I got to tell you, though, and you can agree with me or disagree with me. I don't care. This is I'll my formulate opinion. my own opinion. Okay. Um, having a chance to see what this team looks like without Jalen and what this team looks like with Jalen and then the way that Julius and everyone else talks about what he means to this team, you could make a real case that he should get MVP votes. I agree with that. Now, it's based on more than solely numbers, so he's not going to be in that ilk of, of the elite, elite player. I mean, he doesn't put up the same numbers as, as Jokic or you know, Giannis or those kind of guys. But do I think his importance to the team? But this goes back to our, our the know, definition of question what, of what, yeah. what, what are we voting on, right? Right. I got but a good value, to, value to his team? Yeah, I agree. Oh, you can't. I mean, he gets. You can't argue it. He's yeah, he's a tough kid. A tough um, kid. He's a bulldog, dude. I love him. I love watching him play. Uh, Peter VG says, "Would you take a kicker in round one if it was a guarantee he makes ninety nine point nine percent of his kicks from sixty five yards in? Yes, and yes. plays for a decade. Yep. I think you'd you'd probably have to, right? I think you would have to. Yeah. Just think about what that does for you. You hit nice sixty five yarders ninety nine percent of the time. So basically. You get to midfield and you have three points. Uh, you're scoring, yeah. Right? You get to midfield and you have you have points on the board. Yeah. That's a big advantage. It's a huge advantage. Just look at the kicking game. I mean, just kicking in general now has come. How good these guys are. It's on it's probably been the biggest change since I was a kid to what it is now in football. Like I I'll always remember this. The Scott Norwood field goal of Super Bowl twenty five was a forty seven yarder. It felt long. Like, you're like, 47 yards is a long field goal. 47 yards now is a, like, mid-range field goal. It's nothing. Yeah, it's almost jarring when you see these guys miss, you know, kicks like that. Well, I mean, they, they line up. It's like, they're going to line up for 64. When I was a kid, you'd line up for 64. You, you were not making that kick. That was, that, was not, that was not happening. 
Maybe in Denver you could make 60, but they are unbelievable, these guys. Now, who was it? Was it Tyler Bass that had one of the grossest kicks of all time? Against, was, that, was it Tyler The other Bass? day against the Steelers. Ugh. He was kicking it from like 25 yards out, and he, and he like hooked it, the it never got off the it. ground. It went wide left. It was awful. Awful. <laughs> Milo goes to me. He's watching. He goes, Dad, he missed that on purpose. I was like, no, no, he didn't. It just he, looks like he did. It looks it like he, looks like he did. Remember that one day? When uh, RJ said there's like a little girl on the phone, and we we're like, oh, hi, you're on 98.7. Remember that? And she chastised you. Yeah, she's she's back. And she's a, young, she's a young lady. She's a, she's a woman is what she is. Leah in Spring Valley. Good morning, Leah. You're on 98.7. Hey, thanks for the introduction. I actually turned 17 recently. <laughs> Happy birthday. So even less of a little girl now. Sucks to be you, RJ. Oh, dear. Wow. Um, I'm like a major Mets fan. Right. Um, I have a question on Pete Alonso. Um, yeah. What do you think his chances are of getting re-signed to the Mets? A. B. If not, where would he go? And C. How it affects the team because they already suck. So. Well, well, all right. Take it easy. Wow. Really I love. I love her. She's got a little feistiness. Too. Uh, Thanks for the call, Leah. Have a great weekend. Hold Happy on. Birthday. Let me just remove my pacifier. <laughs> RJ, she's she savage. She doesn't like you at all. RJ, she just savage. She just savagely destroyed you, RJ. Yeah, I have no response for that. <laughs> <laughs> she just, we, should, we just sat here and sucks to be you, RJ. Sucks to be you, RJ. Uh, I, I think the teams that it, it, like a Chicago or Cubs. Milwaukee would be the team. Team. It sounds like Cubs. It sounds like Cubs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do I think they would? No. I, listen, I, I'd like to keep him. I need to see the whole thing play out, though. No, if you're telling me you lose him and you don't sign, I mean, no, I imagine you lose him and you're going to replace him with with players in return and then spend that money elsewhere. You're not just going to lose him for nothing. Well, no, I think I mean, here's the thing, man. It depends on what he wants, right? Because otherwise, why wouldn't you have it done? Gonna want a long term deal is what he's going to want. Well, no, I know, dude. Of course, he wants a long term deal. But I'm saying, like, does he want the the Matt Olson deal kills him? What does he look at himself? Is he? Is he, I mean, is he valuing him? Are you going to pay more than Freddie Freeman? No, what I'm saying, is he valuing himself like a Freddie Freeman or a Matt so. Olson? Or is Probably he valuing so. him? But he's got to remember, he's in the same town as Aaron Judge, though. I get it. He's going to want to get paid a big amount of money, and you're going to have to determine whether you want to pay him that kind of salary. Uh, yeah, do you value the position, right? I mean, how much value do you put in first base? I would say I don't care what position he Listen, plays. I, mean, I love him. on the team hits home runs the way he hits home runs. Uh, you're right. Would I be willing to explore a life without Pete Alonso? I think you'd be. I think you'd be foolish not to explore it. I would like to explore, like, actually bringing some more players in at the moment. Like, that that would be nice. Rotation scares me a bit. We don't have a DH. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.